0: Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Chef Che, your LA based loyalty raised music appreciator that still loves to give the people what they want. And you are now tapped into the 11th episode of the Coach Menu podcast of season one. So let's jump right into this week's topics, baby. Wow, what a week. Um, what do we do this week? We had Thanksgiving. So I'm late. I'm I'm a day late. I'm almost positive I'm about to be a day late to deliver you guys this episode. But I'm sure you guys understand. And even if you don't, I don't care. Um, Quite the week. How did my Thanksgiving go? How did you guys' Thanksgiving go? Like we discussed, Thanksgiving can be a rough time. Family you don't fuck with. Family you do fuck with spades is being played you know that's how my that's pretty much how my Thanksgiving was um this is the first year this is the first Thanksgiving my niece has been able to attend which was so exciting right like you don't I don't know it's just it's just new memories being made right it's like she's three months I can't believe it where did the time go Um, and it also brings into perspective how COVID is affecting my relationships, right? Like I'm sure I will see my niece so much more. I already see her once to twice a week, but I'm sure I will see her so much more if we weren't in COVID, which, you know, it sucks. So Thanksgiving, I think that's what made my Thanksgiving the most special was just having my niece there, whether she was crying uncontrollably or not. Okay. But, um, what else did we do? We, we didn't have too many family members. Obviously it was like, you know, the lockdown was starting to happen again. So I think it was only like seven, seven of us total. And that, and that felt good to me. That felt good. It was like, I didn't, ha- all the things I was projecting early on in the month, like, oh, I'm gonna have to see family members I don't like da. da, da it like ended up not being that at all, which is great. It's like God knew <laughs> There's good and bad of COVID, right? Like I don't have to see my family, but at the same time, I don't get to see my nieces much. So, (laughs) and I just, I just want to make this very clear because I always feel weird about talking about Thanksgiving and celebrating and things like that. And let me just be very clear. We don't celebrate Thanksgiving, right? I feel like my, my family just celebrates each other and we take, and we appreciate the day given to us to spend time with each other. It's not about uh, celebrating the Thanksgiving American tradition. Um, I think we all know that that's a boatload of shit. And at the end of the day, we're still going to have the day off. We're still, everyone's going to be eating. We might as well just kind of do that. And so I just wanted to say that, like we don't, I I personally don't celebrate Thanksgiving as what it stands for in the United States of America. I celebrate Thanksgiving appreciating my family, being thankful and grateful for my family being grateful for the food that I'm I'm receiving, I'm able to receive, and just the love, just the love. So, yeah, after we smash down on some good food, some our Popeye's turkey, and I, if you guys don't know about Popeye's turkey, you're welcome. I just put you on, but that's not to put you on segment, so anyway, it doesn't matter. Popeye's uh, turkey is delicious. We've had it for like five years now. Oh, my God. Um, And then after we smacked down on food, we had the the green beans and the – and the uh, cranberry sauce, and the mac and cheese, and the beer, and the tequila. Oh, I mean, <clears throat> anyway, so after that, my best friend came by, K Boogie, and we played spades. Me, my mom Kay, and my aunt Ivory had the best time. Of course I won with my aunt Ivory, shout out to my aunt. We held it down, P.O.P. I kind of touched on it a little bit, but, you know, we have a new L.A. stay-at-home order, guys. Why? I mean, I get it. I want us to all stay safe. But I feel like if those folks like to be outside, let them niggas be outside. You know what I'm saying? they want to go catch Corona, Ferona, Pajona, and flu, then let them. You know? This shit is ridiculous. I don't leave the house any more than I did five months ago and it should be the same way it should be the same way all around and i don't know why you people are deciding to go shopping and hit up black friday in stores when there's a whole online situation like you guys just choose to be out in these streets And if you choose to be out in these streets you should get what the streets get you so it just bothers me that we're like on this lockdown and 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 we have curfews and shit. I don't like being contained. I mean, I'm not going anywhere, but I still hate being contained for other people's nonsense. Some of these rules are just like, duh, or even stupid, right? So like, oh, what's one of these rules for our new L.A. Um, lockdown? It's a ban of gatherings except for worship and political protest. Okay. Doesn't sound like a ban of gatherings to me because that's the only reason niggas is outside. That's the only reason we outside because we have to be cause y'all still killing us while we inside, which makes no sense. I feel like I've seen more rest in peace photos in the last huh eight months than I have ever. And it's, it's so mind boggling to me because we're inside. We're supposed to be inside. Somehow our, our people are still getting shot outside. I don't understand. So, yeah, guys, you can't go anywhere except for church. And if you want to go out and protest, you can do that. Then the retail, the retail occupancy, right, is now limited to 35 before it was 50. Like, how are all these things making a change? I don't understand. Oh, you can go to outdoor museums and zoos at half capacity. Okay. Okay. You can go to gyms. It's like not even a lockdown, really, when we look at it. Well, as I'm looking at it, you can go to the gym. You can go miniature golfing. You can go to batting cages. You can even go go kart racing. But you can't get a facial. <sighs> Card rooms must shut. Schools and childcare rules largely left unchanged. Of course. Of course. Because those people in the rooms making these changes, they don't want their children any more than they have already. Restaurants in most of LA County can now offer only takeout and pickup. Outdoor dining areas were ordered shut down Wednesday night. You can't be out the house from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. This is crazy. Virus now more widespread. Yeah, I I would assume I would assume I haven't seen Trump say or do anything since he lost the election. <sighs> It's like we were damned if we did, damned if we don't. I I knew that if we if we if we made him lose the election, he was gonna be like "fuck you guys," until I'm out of here. And I think he's been doing a great job at that. But you know what? Life is a box of chocolates. Take care of your body, guys. Take care of your body, guys. Obviously, as Things are getting worse out there. You know, our bodies are, I'm sure by by month eight, by month eight, our bodies are affected by this. And we don't even know how yet, right? Wearing masks, things like that, for keeping your immune up and really helping your body make it through this transition as smoothly as possible. I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to recommend CMOS. I take CMOS, I make CMOS. Anybody that's around me that asks for sea moss, I'll make it for them. I just, sea moss is so nutritious. It's so good for the body. The minerals it apply, it, it um, it gives into your body is just so important. I mean, even do the research. Just research, research, research. Like, fruits and vegetables and sea moss is all we should be eating right now. And I know I mess up. I fuck up. I don't, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have a burger or two every now and then. But... You guys really should be eating this sea moss. It helps flush out your system, get rid of all that mucus, you know, clean, 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 clean your body and the insides because let's just say, God forbid, knock on wood, you get coronavirus, you know, it it's 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 going to have a lot more bad stuff to to latch onto. So, stay healthy, stay exercising, stay happy and Get that moss in your body. Let me put you on. Let me, let me put you on. So this is my put you on segment of the week. Um, It's kind of like a repeated segment, but I'm telling you guys, I- I'm only repeating myself for a reason. So my put you on segment this week is gonna be for stock options, and I trade stock options now, guys. When I first talked about this, it had to be like two episodes ago. I was probably uh, a weekend. I think this is my third or fourth week now trading, and I need to tell you guys this is not this is not no false advertisement. I am a regular individual. I do not know anything more than you do. Okay, I didn't go to Harvard. You know, I grew up in LA. Like, I am a regular eggular, degular, shegular person. And I've made over $2,000 in, in, in less than three weeks. Over $2,000. And that's just because I don't feel like getting my phone to show you. I mean, to look exactly the number, but I'm, I'm sure I'm around $2,300 that I've made in three weeks. Okay. While in COVID, dealing with the fluctuations of, t- of jobs and things like that, I've made $2,300. So if you, my friend, are out there, and you are struggling to pay rent, struggling to pay your phone bill, you don't know what you're going to do because you have kids to feed, okay? And you're trying to be on the right path and not do something ignorant like they want us to. Get into stock options. Chelsea, but last time you mentioned stock options, you didn't really say much. All you said was look it up, and I didn't really know much. Well, guess what? I came back full effect, about to help you out, okay? And I'm telling you guys, This is probably the most valuable thing I've ever talked about on this podcast. I made $2,300 in three weeks. How, who, where, what, okay? I'm not gonna answer all those questions, but YouTube channels that I recommend that literally I would just watch these YouTube channels as I'm going to bed, start really just looking at the stock market, understanding the numbers that look crazy to me, like what what are percentages? Why is it green? Why is it red? Look in it. You guys are at home again. You're at home. Nothing else to do, but soak up information. So these are three YouTube channels that I have to highly, highly recommend for you. And and for the beginners, especially the beginners. Okay. Number one, she didn't let me to the money YouTube channel, black girl stocks. Check her out. She, she put me on, she put me on. She does step-by-steps on how to, how to uh, join Robinhood, how to option trade in Robinhood, how to get uh, the app Think or Swim and how to use that, how to navigate charts, things like that. She is great at it. And I just love her flair. I love her charisma. I love her energy. Black Girl Stocks, definitely check that out. Number two is going to be Paul Naguma. He comes out with a video every day, pre-market and aftermarket. And I mean, he... He actually, I don't think he's been wrong yet. And again, stocks are stocks. They fluctuate. No, there is no real yes or no answer. We don't know for sure, but he has been on point for me almost 100%. And number three, I'm going to go with Smart Trader. He is actually pretty dope. And he has um, basically like a little forum that you can join on his Patreon. And he shoots out um, his watch list for the week and things like that and expected earnings. And he's dope. I definitely, definitely highly recommend you check out these three YouTube channels. Also, also, starting with as little as $50 to $100, you can be making money, okay? You could be making money. And I promise you, you're going to have errors. You're going to have days where you, you lose a lot of money. I've lost $500 and $400 in sittings, but I've made so much more than that. To still have my profits at $2,300 is, is amazing. So again, guys, please, please take my advice. I'm trying to to lead you at the way that I'm going and I see potential in. Um, And if you have any additional questions, especially, you know, during COVID, if you have any additional questions that I don't don't touch on on here because I don't feel like I should be the person doing all the research for you. But like you can always ask me. I am here. I, I just want to inform you guys. I want to support you guys. And I just want to put you on dog. Um, you know, speaking of investing, I was watching, what was I watching? I don't know what I was watching. I might've just been on Instagram fooling around. But I had, I had to think to myself, like all the stuff I wish I didn't invest my time in my memory, in my money in, you know what I'm saying? Like all the things that now, as I look back was a waste and like a lot of that stuff is, how do I explain it? It's not necessarily, okay. So like, um, for example, right. John Voight, you've seen John Voight. He's been in countless movies. Okay, he's Angelina Jolie's dad. Now you guys know, right? He came out, and he's been doing it for a couple weeks. And I haven't said anything because I was like, okay, he's old, you know, whatever, whatever. No, but it's we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. He basically said he came out and um said Trump is the only man that can save this nation. That's what he decided to say. And I'm sure he he added a whole bunch of other nonsense to it, but I just need to read that one sentence, right? Because that's the synopsis of what he's saying. So Trump is the only man that can save this nation. Well, that's interesting because Trump just lost. So I don't understand how, if everyone's going against Trump, how he's the one that can save the nation. Anyway, John Voigt, you're old. Shut the fuck up. And... But for example, right now, I'm looking at all these John Voight movies that I used to love, that I watched, that I've invested my money in, that I went to go see, all those things. And now he's coming out with this shit. Now, if only I knew then what I knew now, right, I wouldn't have invested in him. We're not just investing in the brand. We're investing in the people that represent the brand, we're investing in all of that and if those things don't align for us we're not we're we're not cashing in and I think the I think the most beautiful part about this whole Trump and red and blue and you know whatever this this junk is is that we now see each other for who they are and we have drawn a line whether people want the line drawn or not it's drawn it's drawn and now we can just pick them out you know, and that's what we have to do. And that's what I'm about. Like, I, unless I'm not thinking about it and, and I'm not paying attention, I don't listen to music that doesn't serve our people. I don't listen to, to men rap that don't serve me. You know what I'm saying? Or my story. I don't listen to people that are just talking out their ass. If that's not your story, I don't want to hear it from you. You know, I don't watch TV or movies that are aligned with Harvey Weinstein. I go out my way to make sure I don't align with these things because I don't want to invest in those no more. That's the problem, right? I want to invest in my people. I want to invest in my people. And so it's just crazy to think about all the things I've invested in. The women, the clothing, you know, Hollister. I I know I bought a Hollister sweatshirt or two or some jeans. And back then, I guess we just felt like we had no choice. And I think now it's just a beautiful time to see People really putting their foot down and really, really speaking up and standing up for what they believe in. Black Friday, Black Friday just passed, Black Friday, Black Friday just passed. And Cyber Monday is coming up. Make sure you guys invest in your people, okay? Make Black Friday about Black businesses, Fuck these Targets and Best Buys that making their quota regardless. Okay. And in, in college, I learned that literally prices are fucking made up. And I also learned in college that once Black Friday became popular and just a thing, companies adjusted their prices so that when they sell, go on sale on Black Friday, they're really not losing a profit. Isn't that crazy? So basically, they're making double the profit throughout the year. So that on Black Friday, they still make the same amount of profit they were making before. I'm just saying, I just put you on again. I think that's three put you ons in one episode. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Make sure you invest in these black companies. I did my due diligence. Of course, there were little things that I bought. You know, I fucked up and went to Nike. But I also bought from, let me look on my, let me look in my emails, you know. Obviously, I had to rock with the marathon. Obviously. Obviously, I had to support black colleges and grab me a sweatshirt. Obviously. Obviously, I had to go grab a Henry mask because we still in Corona. Obviously. I mean, come on, guys. Keep up. Keep up. And even if you're like, oh, you know, I don't have no money. I don't have no money. It's like, bro, you're gonna buy something this year. Help help us out. We trying to we're trying to we trying to do something. Black lives matter. Black money Matters, black shopping matters. Um, did you guys catch before we, you know, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up? Did you guys catch the Mike Tyson Roy Jones Jr. fight, opening with the Jake Paul Nate Robinson fight? And I'm not going to be no typical-ass human being and talk shit. I'm not. I can't, right? Because Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, first of all, are completely out of the element. I don't even know. I mean, I think I saw Jake Paul. I didn't see, but I heard he fought before. But he's not a professional. This guy's a YouTuber. Nate Robinson plays basketball, and he's shorter than the rest. Okay? Okay. And he's dope at basketball. Like these two are heavy hitters in their world, right? Jake Paul's a heavy hitter in YouTube. Nate Robinson is a heavy hitter in NBA. And you can't be mad at how this turned out. Yes, Nate Robinson got knocked out, but how courageous was it, right? How courageous was it? You never see people doing things outside the elements. So all I can do is give you a round of applause. Both of you guys, Jake Paul, Nate Robinson, you guys did a hell of a job, hell of a job, hell of a job. And I just, I thought it was dope. Um. And they got paid $600,000. I don't care. Some niggas get knocked out for free. He got knocked out for six hundred k in Corona. I'll take it. You niggas move on so fast. You won't even remember this next week. You won't even remember this next week. Y'all forgot Nipsey. Anyways. Also, shout out to Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. for doing it for the culture. Like, All these people, you have to know, all these people are doing all these things during Corona for our pure entertainment. They're not doing it just for them in like their little little cash out. They're doing it for entertainment. Mike Tyson just came out of retirement for us. Roy Jones Jr., old ass, just came out of retirement for us. And it was a draw. It was a draw. I didn't expect that. I expect Mike Tyson to knock that nigga out. But it was a draw and I have to respect it. I have to respect two old niggas bowing out. As they should have. As they should have. The season is wrapping up. This is... This was our first season of the Culture Menu podcast. Um, We have one more episode coming up, guys. The season finale... Of the most important season of I think my life. Um, and of the culture menu. I think this season is really gonna set the tone of what's to come. And I mean, just think about it. I'm I'm doing this with no help. Just me, you know, and the stuff I've learned over the years and the equipment I've acquired and the knowledge I'm obtaining for you guys, the books I'm reading. You know, I'm super excited. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect with this podcast, but it's done nothing but change my life for the better. And so for that, I really have to appreciate you guys and say thank you. And I don't know what to expect next week. I don't know what's going to happen on the season finale, but just know I aim to please baby. And I won't disappoint. So tune in guys next week for a chance to win a prize. I'm sure I will uh, throw it up on Instagram sometime this week. I want to do something big. And... Who knows? I might even. So with that, I'm Chef Che, and you just tuned into the Culture Menu Podcast. Tap in.